everyone. Welcome back for another episode of the Join Infertility Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Porter, and my hope is that you will join me on this road of finding joy, even in infertility. Hey, friends. Today, we're going to do something a little different. This week, we actually have a mini episode, and I'm actually not going to be chatting with anybody but me. It's going to be just me today. That's why it's so short. I hope you guys are having an awesome week. And before we get started, I just wanted to remind you, if you're not following us over on Instagram at Join Infertility, um, you missed out. This week, we actually launched our Join Infertility shirts. One says, Choose Joy, and one says, There Will Be Beauty Born From This Journey. And we have a few Porter Box necklaces that are listed as well. So if you're looking for great Christmas ideas for your friends or family who are walking through this journey, you can go to joininfertility.com and click on shop and the link will be right there for you to click over and check out and see what all we have. I just wanted to drop in this week and share some news that you may have seen over on my personal Instagram the past couple weeks. So if you haven't seen, Jay and I found out um, a little while back that we are actually pregnant. Can you believe it? We cannot. The shock is just beginning to wear off. I'm starting to believe it, starting to wrap my mind around it. I'm right around 13 weeks. Our due date is going to be May 3rd. I think if Jay has his way, he'll push it to May 4th, which is Star Wars Day. It would be a dream come true for him. I won't go into our history on this episode, but if you haven't listened to episode 10, I want to encourage you just to go back to get some context of our background of the four years that we walked through infertility before we had our miracle girl, Emma, and then round two of our story, um, which has been the past three years of our infertility and what all that has entailed with surgeries and IUIs and all that. So make sure you go back just to get some context of where we've been. But I wanted to come on the podcast today and just share heart to heart from my mouth to your ears what has happened over the past few months. Because I feel like when you're in this space, you have more questions than most when someone you know that has struggled to get pregnant finally gets pregnant. Questions the rest of the world don't really know to ask or even care to know. So consider this the TMI episode of how we find ourselves here today. Some of you know, in January, we moved to Kansas City from Texas. It opened the door for me to have to find a new OB, which I did. And that's a whole story in and of itself. I'll tell you that in a few minutes. But I shared a brief version um, of our story, trying to get pregnant, the surgeries we had all last year to the OB, all the things that we've been through in the past. I just asked if she'd be open for us to do a round of Clomid. I really was not wanting to start fertility treatments with the whole grand fertility doctor and the workup. I just wanted kind of a last ditch thing, like what's the cheapest, easiest way we could do this? We had never been considered good candidates because of how long it's taken us to get pregnant each time. And so, but the, our, my new OB was like, what the heck? Let's just see what happens. And she wanted me to try Femera instead of Clomid. It was just her personal preference. There's really no major difference Um she kind of argued a little percentage rate of the more percentage of live births versus Clomid. So we agreed to do it. Um, and she let me, she decided that we could do one round. And if my blood work showed that I ovulated, she would allow us to do another round and so on. So the end of July, beginning of August, we got the prescription and started tracking. I'll never forget this prescription costs $2 and 38 cents. And it's, I just, Think back, my mom used to tell me stories of when, because um, she had, they had fertility treatments that they had to go through back 31, 33 years ago with my brother and I, and Clomid cost her like $200, and back then that like almost broke them, which it's a lot of money still today, 
for a month prescription, but they had to do that every month for a few months. And I just, when I paid that $2 and 38 cents, I was like, wouldn't this be crazy? Wouldn't this be crazy if this is what worked after the thousands of dollars, the surgeries, everything that we've had to do. But so we started taking the prescription. I um, had to do the ovulation sticks. I never, I never showed that I was ovulating. So I was pretty sure that the whole cycle would just be a dud and that we wouldn't be able to continue doing it. Meanwhile, the whole time we were tracking and doing what we were supposed to do, when we were supposed to do it, we both decided that even if my blood work showed that I had ovulated that month, we just weren't going to do another round. It was during this cycle that we did our interview for the podcast episode 10, like I mentioned earlier. And when we finished the interview, we both looked at each other and we're just like, I think we're at peace. We've never for some reason, verbalize this together, but I think we're at peace. Our hearts are at peace. So whatever happens, happens. Let's just let our bodies be at peace. I'm, I'm done with tracking. I'm done with stressing. I'm done with waking up every day, starting my day, peeing on a stick and wondering. Um, I was just ready to be done and just let go. And, and, and I know that we all say that, like we let it go and give it to God and, oh, that's when you get pregnant. But I'm not, I'm not saying that's why we got pregnant. I'm just saying that's where our hearts were that month the whole time that this was happening. We got the call after we did our blood work that I did ovulate, but I was on vacation back in, back in Florida. So I didn't really think much about it. But when I got back, I realized I was a couple of days late. So I did what I always do, take a pregnancy test, because for some terrible reason that always triggers my period to start that day. So I figured, let's just get this going. Well, um, it was immediately positive. And people have asked if I screamed or cried or jumped for joy when I told Jay. And honestly, we just go into shock. Um, This is the second time, obviously, this has happened. Um, But we just go into shock when we find this out. I told Jay, first of all, he thought it was an ovulation test. Shows how focused he was to the calendar. Um, He was like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. Um, And I was like, no, it's, it's, it's not that test. It's, it's this test. And he just stood there in disbelief with me, and we lived in that for a few weeks. Um, But now we are obviously so thrilled and blown away by the timing of this whole thing. Um, There's just, I mean, there could be a whole episode of the timing of it, and I'm just so grateful. So grateful that God has just allowed us to walk into this miracle yet again. I laugh, though, because I actually found my OB from a recommendation from her mother-in-law, of all people, in the TJ Maxx dressing room. She was the lady working the area that day, and we started chatting while Jay was trying on some clothes and um, about how we just moved to the area, and she was like, oh, have you found an OB yet? And I said, no, I'm actually looking. Do you have a recommendation? And we kind of laughed. And she said, I actually do. My daughter-in-law is the best OB. And she just went on and on about how she was the best. And she cares for her patients the most. And, I mean, that was all I needed to, to be sold because I was um, I had been looking for a few weeks. And I wanted a girl, so that just fit all my criteria. So I made an appointment that week. And it was that first appointment that she gave me um, the prescription. And within a few weeks, um, things were already moving along. I was dreading um, setting up new care here with OBs and fertility doctors if we decided to go that route. But God is performing miracles even in our mundane, routine moments in the dressing room of all places. Who would have ever thought that a random conversation there would lead us to this moment? And I actually was in the dressing room just a few weeks ago, that same store, 
and that that mother-in-law was there and I just walked up and it was probably she probably thought it was the craziest thing but I, I said I just need to tell you something and I said you don't remember me but it was a few months ago that I was in here and you recommended your daughter-in-law to me and I just told her a real quick story I said we have a hard time getting pregnant we've been trying for three years and hasn't worked for us and your daughter-in-law just gave us a chance to do this and we are pregnant now. And she, I thought she was about to have church up in the dressing room. She threw her hands up and it was a really cool moment that we got to share. She started crying and I started crying. So God's in the details, y'all. Just pay attention and look for him. So I tell you all of this to get to this part. I know this news can be hard to hear. Not that you're bitter about it being us, but it's just hard, you know, when it's once again, not your news. And I understand that and I see that. But more than that, God sees you and he sees the pain. And I just want to encourage you to lean into him in those moments. Take that hurt and that disappointment and just lay it at his feet. And I say this at the end of every episode, but there's no better place to say it again right here in the middle of this one. God is with you. He sees your heart. He loves you and he is good. There will be beauty born from your journey. God is writing your story right now. With every seeming delay or negative test, there is a story that he's writing. And at the end of it, you are going to be so grateful and so proud that it's yours and that you didn't settle for anyone else's version. Our testimony is a testimony of God's healing once again in our lives. And he is still a healer, a miracle worker. And it says in Revelations 12, 11, that believers overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. The word testimony in Hebrew actually means to do it again. Our testimonies are fighting tools. They're weapons in this war between our flesh and our souls. We learn more about his nature to us. We learn, we learn that we can continue to trust him and know this. Listen to my testimony. If he did it before, he will do it again. If he did it before, he can do it again. Just trust in him, in his character, in his timing, in his plan. And as for the plan for this podcast, for this ministry, it has not changed. I believe God has more to do with joy and infertility, and I will continue to provide a platform for women in all stages of this journey to point people back to Jesus. This is not my podcast at the end of the day. It's something God gave me a vision for on a plane a year and a half ago, and I will continue to do the work that he has given me to do. Just last week, I got an email from a lady who said that she's right in the middle of secondary infertility. She has four friends that she's really close to, and she had just gotten the text that the fourth friend um, was found out she was pregnant that morning. And so she said she opened her podcast app up that she's never opened before and just was desperate and typed in infertility. And guess what came up? The Joy and Infertility Podcast. If you think back and remember, the reason why I started this podcast is because May last year I was on a plane we had just had our second failed IUI that we just knew was going to work. And I was desperate, opened up my app and typed in infertility and nothing came up except t- tips and tricks on how to get pregnant. And that's not what I was looking for. And so God put in my heart, it's time for you to do something to teach people and to show people how we can have a healthy heart through this journey. And that is what where this woman was last week. And she found this podcast and binge listened to episodes. And I am just so grateful 
that you guys have been on this journey with us and that you support the stories that are coming out of this podcast. So thank you for doing this with us. You guys have been such an encouragement to me on this journey. I feel like the community of women that I have found through this is so rich. So thank you for sharing this with your friends and family who are still waiting. I can't wait to continue to hear of the miracle that God does in your hearts, in your marriages, and in your bodies as we move forward together. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Joy and Infertility podcast. We say it every week, but Isaiah 40, 31 says this, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I know this waiting is hard, but what I hope you will come to believe is this. God is with you. He sees your heart. He loves you and he is good. There will be beauty born from your journey. Have a great day.